Guys, if you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and you want to see more in your week, you want more slyness than just on a Thursday, you want something on a Friday, you want something on a Monday, you want something on a Wednesday, and if you're lucky, a Tuesday as well, get on over to patreon.com forward slash slyguypodcast, where we've got a guest episode every single Friday exclusively on Patreon, kind of like this episode today, except on Patreon. So again, we're trying to do some on Patreon, some normal, and, and just you know see what works best. But every single Friday, there will be a guest episode. So if you like this, get on to Patreon and see what we're all about. That's www.patreon forward slash slyguypodcast and become a slyhard today. I'm bringing my brand new show, Bits and Pieces, to the famous Ulster Hall on Saturday, the 10th of September, 2022. This is shaping up to be my best show to date. I can't wait to do it. I'm excited. I've got some work in progress shows planned, but the big one, the big kahuna, the big party, the big end of term disco, if you will, is at the Ulster Hall on the 10th of September. So get your tickets now. The link is in the description of this video, or if you're listening to it in an audio format, the link is in the description of the audio. So get on there, get the best tickets, and come and see me live on the 10th of September in the Ulster Hall. The Sly Guy Podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer. That's right, Modest Beer. I'm trying to do gang-type hand motions there, but it doesn't work. And Modest Beer aren't affiliated to any gangs that I'm aware of. But Modest Beer are an independent brewery. They started right here in Hollywood. It's like Scooter said, we started in 1994. In 1996, we're still on the case. Modest started a few years back and they're still on the case now, a few years later. And if you want to know more about Modest Beer, head to their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk. Or if you want to follow them on social media, like everybody these days, you know, this is what, what the world's all about now, social media. Follow them at the handle, at, again, trying to do gang signs, not working, Modest Beer. Guys, enjoy the show. I'm the slack guy. Hello and welcome to the Sly Guy podcast with me, Dave Elliott. This week, we're doing a guest episode. It's not just my mug you have to look at this week. Oh no, sorry, Bob. I've got another mug for you to look at too. And that mug is the handsome face of my friend and your friend and friend of the show, comedian Andrew Ryan. We were, you know what, Andrew's just a friend of the show now. He's done a couple of Patreon episodes. I've bounced across the cork in the north. We're always having a fun time. That's why he's a guest on the actual public Sly Guy podcast, because you know what, we have a lot of fun together. And I thought, hey, why keep mine and Andrew's fun private? Because so, the fun we have behind closed doors is very fun, but I want you guys to share in it too. So sit back, relax, get your earphones in, pop the kettle on, have a cup of coffee, get a biscuit, get a gravy ring, do whatever you want to relax, and enjoy this episode of the Sly Guy podcast with me and my guest, Andrew Ryan. Do I look okay, babe? <laughs> Come over from the golf. And she went, you need to shower, you smell like sport. You, <laughs> you know what you actually need right now, since we're recording now, you need some motivation. Do I, need, I think I need to be motivated, Dave. I think you do. I feel like that was, you're too relaxed, you're having a nice time. I think what has happened here, you've been on a date, you're having it, and you're just fitting the podcast into a date. Day. No, we're not on no. a date. We're, well, we're together. We're, yeah, we're, no, you're having a date day. I know what date. I sort of vaguely remember what date days are like. No, what, what happened vaguely. is I disappeared today for six hours. And yeah. I, I went to play golf. 
and um, yeah and I mean we're only recording this we had arranged for 11 and now it's 4 o'clock so yeah uh, so tonight my girlfriend is going back home on Thursday so the thing is is that we I need to make sure that we enjoy our last few days until we don't see each other for a week I mean that is terrible that's a long long time I know it's tough going <laughs> yeah nice that's good but well, listen I'm glad you're here now I've got no over worries. the rage you, you, you did something that I think is a dying art form in a lot of a lot of society, you actually rang me this morning when you were like, "Oh, no, I'm not going to be there." I rang you before I, nine as well. I didn't know what was going to happen because for usually I'm awake at that hour with the kids. This morning they were kind of running about, and I just kind of let them run about. And then the phone rang, and I thought somebody's died. Andrew and is ringing me at ten to nine, and then thought he's not going to be about, is he? But then you're like, "I'm all right," but just a bit later. Yeah. So when you phoned me, you were in the car. I thought you were like rushing somewhere. Like where I was were rushing you? to golf. To golf, right? Okay. I was playing today in the uh, Clutch Pro Pro Am qualifier for the European Tour. I'm not a professional. I'm an amateur. I'm in the amateur team event. So <laughs> when I was playing with pros, and I put that in my diary, and I did have your booking for the podcast. But do you ever put two things on Google Mail? One is the most dominant booking. No, because what I use, as you know, is oh. a hard diary. Like, I have a hard leather-bound yeah. diary. So and It's like a Bible. I put it out, and then I write it, and I check it every week with my glasses on. Yeah. don't even need glasses, but I put them on, and that's how we well, do it. Well, what would happen if you lose that diary? I'm fucked. <laughs> well, yeah, I, but if you, if you lose your laptop, you could still log into your Google Mail calendar. Mm-hmm. But now so what, it's always saved. But what I will do is I will have a, a home diary, and I will have an outside of home so you diary. Know, so, so I will now scribe twice. So is that, is that environmentally friendly, Dave? You know what? This is my thinking on that. You know, it may not on paper, literally, be environmentally friendly, but the books are already made, my friend. The trees have already died, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just helping. It's if like, anything, I'm like, encouraging them then like, to be it's recycled. It's like people say, like, oh, you can't fly as much. The plane was going anyway. Exactly. There you go. The plane was going anyway. I just went on it. Exactly. <laughs> and now there have been occasions where I've noticed recently that my, my big diary is a problem. Well, like when I'm out somewhere, someone's like, oh, can you do this? And I'm like, well, I need to go home. I only have the little diary with and me. I need it. Yeah, I just, so I'm going to actually start looking at having technology in my life, but I think. Well, you have a big diary and a little diary. It's yeah. So it seems like you check your date and you're like, well, I, that's a, I, that, this diary is mm-hmm. for this, but the dates are in the other diary. <laughs> that reminds you, why do you have two diaries? It's like, it's like, you know, when you do a wash at home, you've got the pre-wash yeah. and the wash. Yes. It's like, just, just do the fucking wash. But like, that's like, all part. Like, see when you're doing a wash, what's your processes? Well, I've I have moved from twenty degree washes to thirty degree washes recently. Okay. It's a big step up for me. No, and that I take it that's not environmentally friendly. It's the opposite, isn't it? Well, it was going to be washed anyway, Dave. Right. Okay. If that's a, that's if that's the logic we're going, it that's was, fine. It was going to be washed fair. anyway. I wash. Uh, I was in New York uh, on holiday for my birthday. I'm not. Uh, trust me, <laughs> I am. I'm not rich, but I had saved up money. I'd never been to America before, and I thought I want to go to New York, so I went to New York for a week, and uh, came back, and I must have done five washes since we've come back mm-hmm. and uh, to the point now we're running out of racks I so see. we would delay a wash until clothes were dry on a rack see listen since we're being honest and saying <laughs> fuck, the, fuck the are. environment I used to tumbly wumbly I put all my stuff in a tumble dryer no. even on a hot day that was the ultimate Dave, trouble no, I got into almost, clothes, almost a divorce the she came home the sun was splitting the sky <laughs> the 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 clothesline was just spinning in the wind nothing on it I had the tumble dryer on I thought she was going to murder me really I thought I was getting killed. that is something yeah. I would do and be murdered for yeah but then I sort of I do things now that are that are a wee bit slaked like I will put stuff in the tumble dryer and then if I know she's maybe five minutes from home take it out and fold it and put it in the basket and be like it was on the line yes Dave. Like, it was very hot yes, on the Dave. line it was yes, very Dave. warm yes because okay. yes. sometimes that my argument is is like well we're paying the bills together so if, you know yeah. I want them to be a little bit higher 
It's all right. Yeah. Oh, I get pulled up on stuff. Mm-hmm. I get pulled up on stuff. See, I feel like you can't be your your true self and tell me the true. Because like, my girlfriend is actually sitting on the other side the of this camera, of your <laughs> and she's looking at me. She's like, "Oh dear, mm-hmm. you get pulled on stuff. You fucking say it. You say it. I'm. A, I'll be pulling you up." later for saying stuff about me putting you up that's what's going to happen she's just she's just giving us the finger over there I feel we should get her on yeah talk about the problems do you want to come on Krishna well what we could do she's right? English so she, she should be honest really no what we what we should do is I've started doing a new podcast with my friend Psychic Glenn right so he is a psychic and his name's Glenn hence why it's called Psychic Glenn okay, right? right so what we do it's called the psychic and the stand up so we just offer our services as some form of counseling service so he offers you know his psychic advice and i offer just you know my my old dad man life experience your old dad man and yeah how's it going we've done a couple of episodes and it's a good time with aaron how's it working with it look let me ask Mm -hmm. you look i know very little about psychics other than what i've seen on youtube well he gave see that orb yeah he gave me that as a gift so he can see and hear everything through it so just be careful so he knows what i'm saying here he will smite you yeah and you know what you know really do you know whenever he came into my life, this is what I didn't know until the last time. We met maybe a couple of months ago, but I hadn't realised that his mum and his auntie were at a Robbie Williams concert in Dublin five years ago that I was at, and that's where our seeds were sown. No, and that's, where they, our that's, just, that's just called a coincidence. Interlinked. You that's know? a coincidence. Now you have it. So. Do you know Michael Jackson once performed? Not personally. Do you know Michael Jackson once performed <laughs> in um, Cork? No. And I'm from Cork. Just saying. So that's basically what you, you, there's you, no link there you, you it's just a coincidence I was going to say you aren't saying that Michael did anything to you now no you didn't do I wasn't even at the gig right okay sure but can I ask you a question about psychics yeah. I'm, I'm curious about him I'm not, I don't know no, I, about I just want to put this on record I'm not a psychic I, could, I just can tell you what I know yeah so so what did he what does he do I'm sure it's I don't know what he does tell me what he does he reads people he how's that I don't know because I'm not psychic. He just—he's got powers. He can do tarot cards. He can, you know, he's got medium skills as well. And he just—I tell you what he is. Above all else, he's a good judge of character, and he can offer advice based on that. Alone. And how does he get that power? It's God given, I believe. Do you know I have the power of Saint Anthony? Mm-hmm. But he knows. See, I, that is flashing because he's. That's not flashed. Say, it's, not, it's not flashed. Yeah, it's flash. It's, it's I can not see flash. it. It's ben, Are you psychic in post. It's not flash. That's not flashed. Ben, make it flash. There you go. But yeah, so... This is a great podcast. So yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> so what um, we do is just chat to people. So I think maybe after this, that could be the next one we could do. Get you in and you can... I'd love to do that, actually. Yeah. I'd li- like, don't get me wrong, like my mom, God rest her, she used to go to like a medium. She found great comfort in mm-hmm. it. Um, she went to this guy up in Dundalk, down in Dundalk. And basically she she was terminally ill so she was kind of going for hope or something mm-hmm. and she got a lot out of it and I was really happy for her Yeah, I just don't know what they do so you hear of like psychics like oh the only psychic I know is you know the guy in Phoenix Nights yes and he comes out mm-hmm. and he's like uh, I'm looking at you and I'm thinking one word <laughs> nonce <laughs> like and he goes yeah. up to a couple and he goes now John you've got something you want to say to your wife and, and he's like no I don't you do and he's like, no, I don't. And then she's like, you do? What is it? Because nothing. <laughs> creating. So, did you do that kind of stuff? Not, not so much. But what he, what did you do? I asked him like, what can he? What like? You'll ask what, what sort of vibes you can get off people, and he will, he will tell you what he senses from you or what like. He'll for me know. now. He'll sense impatience, mm-hmm. impulsiveness. 
and the desire to go on a date and not do this podcast for me that's what he could say he's like <laughs> you've got you're in hollywood you're like this the weather's nice i feel really guilty see you now in the summer when we're doing podcasts the curtains are open you can see it's a nice day there's a bit of a view albeit beautiful view but side what's oh, that view over there that down patrick that is that down patrick i don't know whitehead oh is it white carrick is that a nice spot no we're in the nice spot. Where this is the nice it? Spot. Yeah. Oh, over there is nice to look back here and be like, I wish I was here. All oh, right, but it's not yeah. good to look over no. there. No, so but you, people over here just be like, fuck you. Yeah, but what what happened? We did a gig at, at Lockshore in Carrick. Right. For, I, I nearly said Prince Andrew there, but entirely was not Prince Andrew at all. Did you get that's, 12 million? That's false. Did you get 12 million from him? Did you get 12 million from him? We did it for his mum. You did it for his mum. We did it for his mum. She has been in her job far too long she's been through the and ringer lads. because of that we were doing a gig for the people of Lockshore because they love the Queen Fair so play. whenever That's I was okay. there That's we okay. were looking across here and the view from there to here is nicer to be fair than the view from here to there but right. you'd rather live here and you know have a worse could I get booked for a gig for the Queen yeah I'm sure you I'd could I'd love to do it yeah I would say so like the next time or for her next does she she doesn't Jubilee. go to the gig obviously no but she I mean Zoom, I think she sees it you know, I think she gets. She, she's probably. She's, 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 she's got a diary, two diaries, I'd say. One I for say life she, comedy. But I think she might have events. a diary that someone keeps for. <laughs> I think like she's that big time. She may have someone that she's keeps big, a diary. She, she's big for. time, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, she, is she the most famous person in? Is she the most famous ninety-two-year-old in the world? She is probably. Yeah, because your man died, didn't he, Tom? Tom. Later. Tom. Captain Tom. He oh, was yeah. the most famous oldie for a while there. Yeah, he, he died. Yeah. But the Queen, she started to cut back her events, obviously, because she's yeah. in her 90s. Do you feel that there's there's a point going to come very soon where she's going to pass on and it's going to go to Prince Charles? That's the that's what happens, isn't it? Yeah. And I watched this thing on YouTube. I don't know if you can Google it. What happens when the Queen, when the queen will pass? And it's called Operation London Bridge. So everyone just falls down. So, just. so basically... The, what happens is is that Bucky, if she passes away Buckingham Palace contact number 10 and the code is London Bridge is down uh-huh. and that means the Queen has died and it's like five days of mourning or something but what happens if literally London Bridge, Bridge does fall down? down and I'm like oh, no and it's like no this is the wrong Boris would be the guy that would he's be like, the last guy you yeah. want uh, <laughs> Boris the Queen has died party <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like, but he would fully go Right, so London Bridge is down, and they'd be like, "No, it's this is there's no safe word. We, yeah. we mean literally the bridge is broken. The Queen's still alive. She's just I'll stick her on, but literally." And he's like, "Oh no, 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 five, no, no, no. London Bridge is down. The actual bridge is five days in the morning. Yeah, that's what would happen. But yeah, yeah. like she's going like she's ninety two. She's got a, she's phenomenal for her age for well, what she does. I I sort of spoke about this last week more so on the podcast because it happened last week. But I met a friend last week, a ninety two year old woman. Um, very weird scenario. Um, I was driving home from leaving my daughter to school and it was raining and I just saw this woman in the street an old woman I thought I can't leave an old woman in the rain so I pulled over my car threw her in the the boot no pulled pulled over the car and I could see her hand reaching for the door and then by the time I got out she had fallen and I was like oh no no. this is not what I want and I was like shit hopefully she's not broken her her hip because my wife is at her job as a trauma coordinator which doesn't in her personal life, she's also a trauma coordinator, but in her job, it's a different kind of trauma. So she manages like broken bones and things. Right. And she tells me that if an old person breaks a hip or something, that's the them. fast track to 
you yeah. know so what i thought oh no she this is i was just going to help this lady find where she was supposed to be because she sort of looked like no I you're mean, up for manslaughter yeah no i mean it's with love in my heart she looked like she was an escape patient you know she was like wearing kind of pajamas but also oh. maybe a coat on it i was like oh no so i got her in the car and i was like you all right and she was like yes just take me to church like jose and i was like well where's your church and she was like obviously here and told me this address and I was like alright so it was totally the opposite end of the of the, the city now the city of Bangor and I had to bring her to church and I was asking her like who you know do you know anybody or blah blah but by, by this point when I had bundled her into the car a neighbour had come out and she wasn't like I think the word bundled is a yeah because she'd fallen I, I didn't and again because it's 2022 you got to be careful people can make allegations Yeah. so I couldn't like use my hands and stuff to like get her in the car so I had to like scoop her in like this because I didn't want to touch anything so I like, scooped her under my arms and kind of popped her in and I had my one year old in the back seat so she had no idea what was going on yeah. but the neighbour came out and was all what's going on here and I said well she's out in the rain and she goes oh she's my neighbour and I was like well would you not take her in from the rain because she's she's like she's a bloody nuisance like, alright do you have a phone number for anyone she gave me her son's number or whatever tried to ring him no answer then I rang him again got him on the way around I'm like hello and he picked up and I went, I've got your mum. And he was like, what? And he's like, oh, sorry. She was in the rain. I didn't know what's going on. She says she goes to church every day. And he was like, nah, she doesn't. And I was like, okay. But I was like, do you want to come and get her off me here? And he was like, oh, no, I'm on my holidays. And I was like, oh, no, what to oh, no. do? So I brought her to this church. And thankfully, someone there recognized her. God took care of her. And, um, yeah, and, you know, she's, as far as I'm aware, yeah. okay. Now, I have it this way, like, feeling that I should have rang her son yeah. again to find out if she's alright but then Catherine the nurse obviously the caring you know the empathetic being that she was was like you're going to make this your problem if you keep phoning to check on her so I went okay so hopefully she's okay she was 92 and that's didn't look mad, too good cause that's mad really because after this podcast we're actually going to do a removal of a 92 year old woman that passed away recently nice What? what what's the removal <laughs> She passed it's the night before the funeral. It's in Bangor, yeah. Oh, right, okay. I don't know. Uh, see, here's the thing. What, is that, is Did you that not a get phrase? the joke there, Dave? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I thought... Because, I mean, I don't know. Because people start talking about wakes and all. And I don't know, because I'm a non... I'm a non-practicing anything. I thought, is that a phrase? Oh, like, so I remove... So like in, in Catholicism, maybe, they have the mass, they have the no, removal... In, in, and they have in the Catholicism, wake. you die. Then what happens is mm-hmm. you could be waked on the night of your day. No. I've never I know what a wake is yeah. but have you heard of the phrase waked has it originated in that like they try to have a bit of a party in the hope that you might wake up no or? no no so what you do is it's a tradition where say somebody dies at say 8am on a Monday uh-huh. now they, they, you kind of I mean this sounds like a diary type event I'm liking yeah. this so far like say 8 yeah. o'clock on a Monday they die I'm trying to get the dates right it could be the Monday night or the Tuesday night but what would happen is they, they, they might go away to be embalmed uh-huh. And then come back to the house, and then what happens is, you they get waked, so they get put in the house, and people would stay in the house, and somebody would always stay with the body mm-hmm. through the night until they're taken off to the church, and mm-hmm. then the next night you have the removal, and then the following morning you have the funeral. So it takes about three days. Right. Okay. So the so, removal of the body. Or? Yeah. Like for example, my mom, she wasn't waked, uh-huh. so you, you don't have you you don't have to wake somebody. It's up to it's, it's, yeah. it's up to the family whether they want to do that. So the person will come back to their family home, they'll stay there and people will come to the house, there's always food and sandwich and you know, people will go up and see the body and say to pass yeah. their respects and then you you would just stay stay there all night mm-hmm. with them and then the following morning the funeral directors will come to the house, uh-huh. take the coffin down to the church and then that night then you will have your removal and then right the following okay. morning you will have your funeral and then you're burial okay. after the funeral. So 
I tell you what though, the, the Undertakers aren't really good crack, are they? No. Like any time I've seen them, they, they never a fucking fortune. Yeah, because they never go to business. No, they the COVID for them. They were like, wait, hey, yeah. <laughs> wait, hey. You see that thing online they had that outside the funeral directors went, thank you, NHS. Yeah. Say, for all the bodies <laughs> you're sending to us. Like, but yeah, it's, it, it's a, it was a weird. Like I, I'm. I think I've said with to you before. I've been brought up in a mixed marriage, so I kind of had both. You're a man funerals. and a woman, yeah. Yeah, no, no that's the way it should only be. <laughs> the only way it should be. Oh. But <laughs> I I was sort of, I remember my granda on my dad's side died, and then a few months later, my granny on my mum's side died, and there were two different, totally mm. two different funerals, because it would have been weird to have buried them together. But um, yeah. on my, my dad's side, he just got, like, my granda just looked really young like I didn't like him when he was dead obviously because it was sad but I didn't like how he looked because he, he looked like a, a cray twin because he was this old bald guy but when they put him in the funeral he like had him suited up had his hair all slicked yeah. and I was like he actually has more hair there than he did when he was alive I don't know what they've done there it was weird it's strange like when I when my mum passed and uh, you know after she at, at her removal um, she didn't look like my mum no you know and I just think whatever way that that, that, I mean, that just a bit grim, but yeah. like, she just didn't look like my mom. I was like, yeah, that's definitely it is my mom. Yeah, but it's, she didn't look like my mom because they do different things, you know. Yeah, it's like if I didn't want to ask what they did, but she looked, she looked lovely, but she just yeah. didn't, the facial features didn't look like my mom. Because my 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 other granny who died a lot older, she was my my granda's wife. She um died and lost a lot of weight when she was dying so like yeah. she just died died of old age or whatever but like whenever she was in the, I remember she had a really weird, it's so disrespectful she had a really weird smile like it was like the Joker you know whatever way they've done it there's no fat in her cheeks to kind of plump up and yeah. you couldn't have like put like any <laughs> fucking cotton wool in her mouth there's no bone there or so like. it was like she did look like you know like that and I remember my dad going she looks shite and I remember <laughs> my mum going to him she is dead, Davey, like that. And it's like, she's not going to look. And he goes, she fucking looks terrible. I don't know, fucking whatever. But yeah, it was, it was in that moment quite amusing. Yeah. You know, it was kind but of that's funny. a strange thing about funerals. Like, I've never been to a funeral. I've been, I went to a funeral once where only four people turned up. Mm-hmm. And that was quite sad in England. Mm-hmm. Um, were you, did you know the person? Or were you just no, it was my friend's dad. All oh, right, okay. And we went to the funeral. And um, it from when the fa- his dad died, um, it was about three or four weeks actually before the oh. funeral actually happened, and I turned up because like, my friend's dad's died, and you know from that Irish kind of background, it was like make the effort. And, oh, so did you say know, free sandwiches? You no, know, yeah, go but there. like you know, a like you, hear, you know, like the way I was brought up was like you know, someone someone dies, you go off and you you know you pay your respect or you pass yourself. You know, you might yeah. go to removal, shake the family hand and say sorry mm-hmm. for your troubles and walk on. Yeah, you know, you might get to removal, you might get to the mass. You know, just just make yourself just just turn up and uh-huh. kind of give them the nod and be like, you know, I'm here because yeah. I've heard the news. I turned up to this church um, in Charlton, Comhardy in South Manchester, thinking, you know, I've only been to Irish funerals. Yeah. Went in, the gentleman was there. He was passed, and my buddy was there with his two brothers, his one of his brothers' wives, and then me and another guy. And I, when I actually look at it, when I actually add it all up, there was three family members plus one wife of one of them. There was no grandkids there. And then there was me and another guy. And I remember just sitting there going, is this, this is a man's <laughs> life. Yeah. Has, and I didn't even know him. And the guy next to me, who was another friend of mine, we were all like buddies. He didn't know him either. So like we were there because we were friends with his son. Yeah. And then we were like, where's, where's the... Is no, where's the community? And what did they say? Was it just the way it was, or just that was it? As soon as nobody finished, liked them, we went to the put. No, it did, no, it was just like that was. 
probably you know that sort of community uh-huh. just I find that Ireland we're the best oh, at funerals like. Ireland love a funeral we like are the best we I always say we'd win gold medal in the Olympics <laughs> if funerals were a category yeah we'd win it hands out but I'd went to this and I just felt really sad yeah that they didn't have that sense of community there yeah see now, now that you're mentioning it, every funeral I've been to and in a non-disrespectful way has been hilarious yeah. like there's always been something and I think it's because you know you're like extra on your good behaviour like I can't find anything funny yeah. but even the slightest thing will make you Yeah. you go my, my great aunt died and I don't know I think it's because there's a lot of family from all over um, so that it was the first streamed funeral I'd been to. Like, so that I like, had a live stream, yeah, so wow. family abroad could. Did you put in comments? Could watch it. I, I, see, I couldn't see the comments, thankfully. I was up on the stage doing it. I was getting ready to Who's do the guy reading. in the black? All right, yeah. uh, is that, give that priest, tell that priest to hurry up. But, you the, know? but the priest had called me up to re- do a reading, you know, and he didn't like intro me too well. Like it was like, you know, when you do Next game, up, you may <laughs> have seen this guy on BBC One. He's toured with Shane Todd. Today, he's live in St. Catherine's Cathedral doing the reading from the Apostles, St. David. It's Dave Elliott. I loved and Margaret. She was a fine woman. I, I would have loved to have done that. But speaking of that, her close, her name wasn't Margaret. Here's the th- I, This is another thing. And I need to, I needed to figure this out to make it a bit because it's something that, that great to me, right? Old women, what is their secret? Why does every old woman have a code name? Why do they never go by their real names? Anytime, like, an old family member dies, you go to the funeral, I'm like, that's not her name. Yeah. You know? Oh. I went to my aunt, like, Peggy. My aunt Peggy dies. Marguerite. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. That's not her name. My aunt Ethel's actually called Emma. Yeah. My aunt Sadie, Sarah, my aunt Nels Ellen. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Because He's back like, in the day, you didn't something? want to give away your real name. This is a true story, yeah. Dave. This is all right. I have an uncle, my aunt, my auntie, Bernita, her husband, Jack. Uh-huh. Uh, Jack's his name, right? Um, it's not his name. Yeah, his name is Bernard. <laughs> so right, his name is yeah. Bernard. Right, true, true story. And I go, why did I call you Jack? Because it just stuck. Yeah. Now listen, there's another one. I have another auntie. Mm-hmm. Her husband Frank, many yeah. many years ago, was very. He was a builder. Yeah. And he, and then something happened at work, and he had to go to hospital. Yeah. Uh, so they rushed into hospital, um, and they walked up and they said, "Oh, we're here for Frank." Yeah. Uh, you know, Smith or whatever. Said that was the surname. Said Frank Smith, and they were like, "We don't have Frank Smith." She's like, "This is his wife." Yeah. Uh, I've been told he's in his hospital yeah. and then she was like going back and forth she went oh, James yeah. <laughs> and you want me and, yes we do have a James Smith and then she was like oh sorry we just call him Frank I was like yeah. his own wife didn't even yeah. know his fucking name <laughs> but where, that is that is. but do you know do you know, in the, do you know in the south I don't have to do it up here <laughs> but in the south um, my uncle Jack or uh-huh. Bernard his middle name is Mary right okay so so I know some of you won't believe, but you can Google it. It's true. But in the fifties and sixties, uh-huh. a lot of boys, when they were bo- when they were born, they would often be given a woman's middle name. Uh-huh. So my uncle is middle name is Mary, and I met someone else <laughs> as well whose middle name is Mary, and, and they're a man. For, but for what reason? Just it was a tradition back in the fifties and sixties right. that there were, there was, I mean, it doesn't happen anymore. Was it anymore. a tradition or just banter amongst a group of mates, Mo and their sons? <laughs> Call them Mary. No, I swear to God, I, every time I see, every, every so often I see uh-huh. him, I say Jack. I always said to him, and I said, I said, well, Mary, I said, I, yeah. I greet him and I go, well, Mary, and he's like, ha, 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 ha. well, son, well, how are you? I goes, well, Jack, it's actually Bernard, Bernard, but yeah, like yeah. people have different names, but it's, it's it's baffling, and it's just I think a thing here. Now, I remember we were at the dinner with our friends one time, and there's my uh, friend's wife was telling me a story about her stepdad. She was like, yeah, there's a cousin named after her stepdad. His name's Jack. And I was like, okay. So and so he's he's is he Jack Junior? And I'm like, nice John Cameron. I was like, 
<laughs> what? And he's like, is that his full name? Surname? He's like, no, it's, it's like first name. It's a hyphenated name. It's just John Cameron. And then why is he named after Jack? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And I'm like, oh, no. It, it, it was just one of the funniest yeah. things. Because like, I don't understand the... The, yeah, the my, but names are so funny to me. Oh, man, like oh, I wow. have uh, my name in Gaelic. I mean, I, I mean, is Andreas Orian, right? That's my <laughs> nice. name in Gaelic, right? But my it sounds like a Swedish footballer. Yeah, Andreas Orian. <laughs> Andreas Orian today has been convicted of six offences against terrorism. <laughs> no, but like um, my uh, my middle name is Martin. Uh-huh. Okay, so when I was growing up as a kid, I used I used to go around. People used to ask me what my name was. I go uh-huh. Andrew Martin. Yeah, right. My name is Andrew Ryan, but yeah. Andrew Martin Ryan was my name. I was once got went missing in a supermarket, <laughs> and when they asked me what my name was, I said Andrew Martin, and they put it up on the intercom. Could the parents of Andrew Martin please come to you know the information? And my mother just kept on walking around looking for me because she was like, "I heard the name Andrew Martin, but your name's Andrew Ryan." I was like, "You know what? I was going around calling myself Andrew Martin for years." I mean, what you should definitely that should definitely be a bit, but then say the parents of an actual Andrew Martin came to try <laughs> to take you. You're like, "They're not my parents." I was waking up the following morning. I was being trafficked to Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Andrea, sorry, Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> Do you, could, you, could, could you trans- translate my surname in the in the in the Gaelic? Yeah. What is Elliot? In because I know I'd be Dahi. Oh, Dahi is yeah. David. I am, I actually don't know, Dave. What Elliot, Elliot? I don't know. It might just be Elliot. Oh, Elliot. Ish. Oh, David O'Leary. David O'Leary. David O'Leary. David O'Leary. Should I Google it? Just yeah. quickly. Just Google see, it because Elliot, I think, is quite, like, I think, I'd say Scottish I actually, or something. Elliot, well, Andrew, for me, Andrew is, I'm named after a Greek god. Andrew, okay. So I'm a Greek god. The Greek god, Andrew. Elliot like in Irish. There's loads of Greek fellas. What's your name? I said Stelios. Who's that? Andrew. Nice to see you. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, Elliot. 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 That just sounds like somebody that's about to bully me. Elliot. Elliot. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Elliot. See, it's E Fada I L I T. Add a second T there, Andrew. Come on. Oh, just two T's. Yeah, there's two. This could change it. Oh, this could change, change it. it. Oh, this could change it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's two T's in it. I think yeah. it's the same, mate, to be honest. Oh, it's going to be such a shit. This is the content people are waiting on. Here we go. Elliot in Irish. Oh, Elias. No, say. I think I think it's... Um, the surname Elliot comes from Scotland. Yes. Um, I don't know why. I have no affiliation with Scotland at all. Elias in Irish is... Eulagod. Eulagod. I like that. Dahi Eulagod. Hold on, let me. Dahi Eulagod. That's a good one. Yeah. Here we go. There you go. Nice. Oli good. Oh my God. Welcome to the club. Yeah, there you go. Dahi Oli good. Yeah, it's 20 euro to join. (laughs) (laughs) Elliot is Eulagod. Yeah. Eulagod. Dahi Eulagod. August Andrea Sorin is Anam Dom. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Can you speak any of No Irish. I I speak about one minus one percent. I'd say I can't well, yeah. Did you get taught Irish in school? No. All oh, right. Okay. No, we got taught parades. Oh, we got, very. We got taught how to march. Yeah. yeah. I just got given a lamb bag and just got sent out into the street. <laughs> Are you excited about the twelfth day? Oh, I'm going on my holidays. Actually. Oh, very yeah, good. I, I'm one of these ones that, that you know will just leave and yeah. avoid any. Again, I'm staying. But you're, I'm going to fight any man. <laughs> But you're 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 on the again every time shit, on the border. I don't care two fucks, but I, aren't you? You're on the the Knocknagoni Hollywood border. I'm so on the be able to see I'm both. on the Hollywood side of the Knocknagoni border. Yeah, and but no, you know what? It's it's a weird thing. I don't because care. I think the if, 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 if it interferes with me, it pisses me off. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't interfere with me with it. Yeah, but you know don't what? Run I think, day. Don't block the roads. It's like, like whenever I worked, 
a normal job. I loved St. Patrick's Day, the 12th, any time that got me days off work. I didn't care yeah. what it was. Because it's one of those things that, yes, can be annoying and disruptive, but if you're not involved in it, just keeping your gaff. Maybe when the Queen dies, we get five days off. Mm-hmm. Nice. But then this is what I was th- thinking. I don't know why I'm doing this. It looks effectively evil, but I thought, she's going to die soon. Then... London Bridge is down. Prince Charles will get... I nearly said elected. It'll be anointed, whatever they do. Christened, yeah. crowned. Crowned. He will be... There'll be a big ceremony in. for that. So there'll be a big ceremony and some ladies. Does his wife become, off. what, Dias Queen or Queen number two or something? She's getting, the name, she's getting the name Queen Camilla. If you she's it. not the Queen. No, but she's going to be... Her title will be Queen. And, and but he'll die soon too because he's old. And then... What are you doing about 70 odd, is he? More leave. Have you seen his fingers? Ah, mate, he's got... His leave. fingers aren't good neck like. He's one of those fellas mm. that, like, hang on. He's been waiting long enough yeah. for that job. But... Will the national anthem change? God save our gracious king. Is that what happens? Yes, it'll become that. Let, I need to show you. Have you seen his fingers? Please, have you seen his fingers? It's Prince Charles' fingers. Yeah. Why? What's fi- wrong with him? There's, what's wrong with his fingers? I'll, sh- I'll tell you how I know. <laughs> I know. What's wrong with his fingers? <laughs> They're just really weird. Prince Charles' fingers. I think someone has said. This. Why? What's? Is it just are they fat or something? Well, what's weird is the, small. You type it in. It goes Prince Charles' wife. Prince Charles King, Prince Charles Fingers. So it's 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 a known thing, but he's got like bloated wee fingers. Like they don't look like they're not in good nick. Oh <laughs> it looks like he's been in a house fire and that's yeah. that's what happens after the fingers have been burned. Yeah. What's wrong with his fingers? I don't know. Somebody His left that finger there, like mm-hmm. this finger here, the one inside from the baby. Look at it. It's yeah. it's it, that's supposed to be bigger than your baby. That one is actually smaller than yes, his baby. It's stumped. Why is his fingers so bad? Sausage fingers. <laughs> but see, maybe that's what it is, because Prince Andrew doesn't sweat. Maybe he has the same condition, and all the sweat just coagulates in his fingers, and that's why... Prince Andrew, I wouldn't be surprised if he's working Aldi trying to pay back that 12 million for a woman he never met. Weird, that, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Well, is he going to start... Like, Because, again, I, I thought it was terrible that he just happened to get COVID just before oh, the big concert. What and he wasn't a coincidence. Because the minute yeah. he turns up with another crowd there, he was going to be booed, you see. Yeah. And they didn't want to see that. So, like, if he turns up at the concert and sits there and watches the bands and yeah. parades while there's pe- British people sitting around cheering and waving yeah. flags and he walks out, it's all boo. The f- royal family could not take that risk by yeah. having him in any way, shape or form in a public view. But you know what they should do? They should treat it like, you know, a pantomime villain. Like, send him out on stage and everyone will be boo and he'll be like, oh, what, yeah. what are you doing? And play He's behind you, Prince Andrew. <laughs> oh, he is behind you. Like, you know what I mean? But they should do that and then just get him to react to the crowds. And well, like, like, I think, you know, did you see this thing with Gaz, Gazlin Max? Gazlin Max? Well, I, yeah. I, 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 I think you were going to say Gaza. I was like, this sounds like Do you know, like do you know what? When we talk about names, Gazlin Maxwell, I'd say her name in prisoners is going to be Betty. Or uh-huh. something like they'll just change her name, but like she's sitting in there now, she mm-hmm. could do an interview from prison, yeah. And she could take down, but you know what? If she took down certain people, I'd say a lot of them just don't give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. like Prince Andrew, yeah, by paying 12 million to mm-hmm. me, it's a sign of guilt. Well, you would have, ass- it is, you a sign know, of guilt. it's like, look, I'll give you 12 million, but no way, and we'll just, I'll just stay quiet forever. I need to be careful with this next phrase that I use because I don't mean it, but when I say. Let me just for a second defend Prince Andrew, right? Just for one second. I got given a parking ticket, right? And I didn't. 12 million pounds. No, no. I, I should not have got my parking ticket because it was a disgrace 
I got I parked in a public car park, right? I had gone, this is during COVID when I was going to work, and I put my I gone onto the wee app. There was no four G, the app wasn't loading. I was like, Oh for fuck's sake. So I couldn't put the parking on my app. Then I went and I was like, obviously we're in the middle of COVID, I have no money. Okay. So I had to run from the park, the car park to the, the bank, get money out of the hole in the wall. Then it's like I've got only got papers here. So I need to go to shop, break the note, then go back. So I'm standing in line and I'm a warrior. I worry about like getting into trouble because I'm a good boy, right? Yeah. And I was standing in line and the app worked. So put it on, happy days. Went to work all day, came back, not a problem. About four weeks later, I got a letter saying to put something on you. And I said, no. And I had all the stuff that like, I had a, a, a ticket allegedly put in my car. I didn't see it when it, was, it wasn't there when I went back. But a ticket put in my car at like 10.41 in the morning and my parking started at 10.44. And I argued and argued. And I ended up, this was September last year, and only like a couple of weeks ago, I went, you know what, fuck it, I'll pay the fucking fine. Because there was, they were like, no, you still should pay, and blah, blah, blah. But in those circumstances, I was like, you know what, I'll just pay it to get out of my hair. So maybe Prince Andrew's like, I just don't want to deal with the stress. But I don't think that's what happened. But I think what he's I, done is... I can see yeah, the point where the Prince Andrew's like, I don't want to deal with the stress because I don't want my family and the royal family being dragged through some sort of civil court in America uh -huh. that's going to go on for weeks upon weeks and weeks. And then I'm going to be cross-examined. I'm going to give evidence. I might end up sweating. But... Like, I don't understand. <laughs> and I'd say, in a way, it's like, this is easier. This problem can be dragged on for a couple of years uh -huh. and or we can just pay money and get rid of the problem and not admit any guilt. But, but also, this Prince Andrew has daughters... Yes. Like, how is that? Like, if, if you're yeah. an innocent turnover, hey, hey, you're my daughters. I'm going to prove to you that I'm mm -hmm. an innocent man here. And like, I just find that very strange. Yeah. But also, as well, it was selfish of him not to let it go to court because the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case has just finished and we need more entertainment. And it was selfish yeah. of him not did, to do that. What did you think of Johnny Depp Amber Heard? I thought they were both as bad as each yeah, other. Yeah, I think, I think it was, I, I think it's a bit gross. That I think it's people, like, who's, who's the worst in this relationship? Yeah, but I think, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, go on Johnny, you know, because he's clearly not a good person to her either. Yeah. So I think, I thought the whole thing was a bit sad. Yeah, it should. Know, I thought, it's, it's, I thought it's, it's, it was a bit sad. It sounds like they're both quite toxic people. Mm -hmm. But fucking but, great telly though. Yeah, but also brilliant telly. I would like her to still do films. You know, people yeah. are like she'll never work. Again. Why? You know, I saw a great uh, thing online, and it just had one guy. He said, "Can you imagine Amber Heard's next boyfriend that just says, hey guys, yeah, she's not like that at all.' Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Listen, you, know, you may judge. You may. This is not. She's not. She's, she's actually really nice. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I had a little bit um, about it. Like at the time when it all came out and the, they started the court case, I said, like, remember. A year ago, when the whole Me Too movement was going, there was a hashtag Believe All Women. I said, Now it's one of your favourites. He's on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's keen on that. It's like, if it wasn't Johnny Depp, if it was someone, you know, shit. Uh, yeah. Like, if it was Martin Clunes, you'd be like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's Johnny. You're like, nah, he's. She's appealing, though, isn't she? In in what what way? The, the judgment. Oh, I thought you just meant us. Oh, she's, oh, she's appealing. She's, she's that was a appealing. weird way to go. Oh, she's an appealing lady, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. But I imagine her going on Tinder now, like Amber yeah. Heard. But you know what I mean? Or, I mean, or, or one of those apps where it's like, are you? He goes, yeah, I'm just looking for love. <laughs> you yeah. People are like, oh, you fucking no but chance. What was the funniest clip? And I've only seen it on like TikTok, so I don't know what the context of it was. But it made me laugh a lot was when she was doing like an interview afterwards and she was like no you believe this guy you know, he's the man that convinced you that his hands were scissors <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I mean it is acting up you know? Americans so though funny. their life is their, I was in America and like some of them uh, we went I was in, I went into Trump Tower 
Yeah. Oh, nice. Walked past it by accident. I was like, looked up. I was like, oh my god, there's like Trump Tower. Mm. You go in. So it's like a restaurant. There's a bar there. We went in and uh, purely for comical uh-huh. reasons. Like, didn't go in because I'm like. Did you see him? Of was he hanging oh, about? I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> we walk in, kind of just walking around. Gold, there's gold everywhere. Yeah. Like, wasn't there, right? And um, he's tacky, isn't he? He doesn't yeah. have like he needs to get Lawrence Lowe and Bowen in yeah. there, sort of place out a bit. Yeah, it just seems a bit sort of like it's a bit too flashy. And there's like these gold lifts on the left hand side when you go in. So we go in. There's like a canteen there. So we go in, and I had to do, I had to actually do some bits on the laptop. So, uh, Christian, my girlfriend, got teas and coffees, and while she was getting tea and coffee, <laughs> she started talking to people in the queue, uh-huh. and the guys in there work for Donald Trump. Uh-huh. In golf, so right. they'd just come back from being in Ireland playing uh-huh. a Trump Dune Bag, which is his golf course. And uh, so they got chatting anyway. And next thing you know, we were sitting down, and she was telling me, oh, I was talking to like the head of Trump Golf. And then next thing, Trump Golf, the head of Trump Golf's son comes over, uh-huh. and they were all like, oh, been to Ireland, blah, 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 blah. And then we kind of like, I can't believe we were just hanging around and walking around. But eventually, he came over and invited uh-huh. us into this bar that wasn't open yeah. and in the bar it's like full of Donald Trump pictures with like the North Korean leader <laughs> like all this kind of like going these are not fu-. like it's like having a picture with fucking Hitler like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean Do you, and you look at that picture and go which one's which you know what I mean yeah. but we're talking to him man and he was telling us that Eric Trump his son was yeah. upstairs as we were yeah. talking to him, was upstairs <coughs> in the apartment block. In his gaff, just? In his gaff. Yeah. And he was like, you know, Donald Trump gets bad press, but he's a really nice man and yeah. all this. I was just standing there going, all right, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to say to him. But you could tell from talking to this guy that there was nothing I was going to say about Donald Trump yeah. to him. Like, if I had sat there and started talking about the election being stolen, yeah. he was going to eat me to shreds. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of way? Yeah. It was definitely stolen. You yeah. could just tell he was a Trump-esque. The teeth yeah. were wild. It was all like, Don's are great. And then he showed us a video of him sitting three or four rows behind him at his Donald Trump's inauguration. Yeah. And I was like, this <coughs> is just fucking... Wild. And then he <laughs> found out he was a comedian. He goes, hey, you want to come back here and put a show on? I'll pack the room out. Yeah, yeah let's just exchange numbers. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, what's happening? Next year you're going to see me 2024 behind yeah. Donald Trump and the Detroit going, go Donald! Go Donald! Well, look, if you need support, act, that would be a lot of fun. That would be some crack, <laughs> though, it? be so bad. I got a picture taken next to the flags and the Donald Trump, which is like, I think he was the 45th president, I can't yeah. remember. And I put it up on Instagram stories and uh, somebody messaged me going, like, what are you doing that for? <laughs> I said, like, mate, it's a fucking laugh. Like, yeah. I don't even have a vote in the American. I'm doing, I walked past it, so I, oh my God, I'll go in. And we went into the shop. There's a Donald Trump shop yeah. in his building that sells Keirings, Trump 2024. Uh-huh. And you walk in, the guy working behind the counter, as soon as we walk in, it was like, Trump's going to win 2024. I was like, oh my fucking God, this, <laughs> these people are actually real. Yeah. You know the shit you see on CNN and stuff? Yeah. They were there, they were like, Trump, Trump. I was like, there's people in there like buying Kieran. I was like, oh my God. But see, with Trump though, if he like, if he wasn't the president or in any kind of power, he would be quite funny. But the yeah. fact that he's good control, you go, oh no, this is worrying. Like I heard, he did a podcast that, and it was one of these like, not Jake Paul, but one of those type guys podcast. And on it, they were asking him, like so what's happening here with Biden and obviously Putin is is kicking off over in Russia now yeah. and he was like he's a wonderful he's a great friend of mine he would there would be no trouble if it were, yeah. if it was me yeah. and he goes and Kim gentlemen and they're like what in what world yeah. is that like that's like saying like uh, if Ireland don't win the next soccer world cup yeah but if I was playing but yeah. I'm not physically fit enough or good enough to be a soccer player like the guy just spouts fucking bullshit like, yeah but it's a, I mean? he is like he is he is the the personification of 
the 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 online presentation. But he's, he's a personification of new media, you know. So that's exactly like, exactly yeah. what he is. All chat, but no actual substance yeah. or knowledge to to deliver what somebody who is the president of the United States. But I think I think he'll run again. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's the problem. He is so divisive that he, you know, he'll, he run, is, he'll run as an independent. I think, but it's so toxic now. I like the I mean, whole America is just tremendous. It's you know when when I was there, like we obviously we were in comedy clubs and stuff like that, and we were like so we didn't really we're not out in the the states where mm-hmm. parts of America where it's like real Trump esque. You know, yeah. you're in New York. It's a left wing liberal weed but, is legal, all this kind yeah. of stuff. There's gay pride was on when we were there. So you don't, really, you don't <laughs> so you don't really see all that. Yeah. So like you're kind of like within your own country, within a country, mm-hmm. you know. So I'd love to actually go to his his real fan bases. Those no, flyover states. Would you say he would love to? Just you to see like what it's like. Pop in and just pop out again. Yeah. You wouldn't really want it. Mean, it's fucking insane, man. Oh, they're, they're all, they're all, but then again, it's like I suppose in some ways it's like the politicians here compared to like grassroots voters in some areas. Like what I like since it's the bonfire season per se. What does a bonfire builder have in common with like Edwin Poots? You know what I mean? There's like a the people representing them aren't the same. And like Donald Trump, if, if those guys were to meet him, they'd be like they would have nothing, yeah, you know, in common. They'd be like I, you know, they probably hate Donald Trump because he's a an elite, super wealthy, probably very, you know, he probably looked down a lot of the people that are the people that put him where he got. But to, he said that you know? in the past. The easiest. He said, if I was going to be run for president, he said I'd run. Uh, I think he said it years ago. He said I'd run as a Democrat or something because Republicans are so stupid or yeah. something. No, I think he said he would run as a Republican, Republican because he was. Yeah, because Republicans are so stupid yeah. they'd vote for anything. Yeah, and then they literally just do. But that again, thing. what I would like him to do is just come out and be like, "Listen, that was just banter. I didn't mean that." And then like yeah. go on all the late night talk yeah. shows and just give all the. Goss. Do you know what I think would be amazing if Donald Trump ran for election, got elected, and became massively left wing? Yeah, and came on and was like. And basically became the opposite of what he was in his yeah. first presidency. So he comes on and he's like, "We're bringing back Obamacare. Yeah. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna, you know, gay people have all the rights. Abortion is now back being legal. I'm gonna bring in all these <laughs> left wing liberal. What will Donald Trump fans say? Donald Trump's been taken over by aliens. They won't believe because it's like I'd love if you went back in and went to the complete yeah. opposite." Just I just see this. Like. Imagine Trump, abortions back, baby. <laughs> abortions <laughs> back, like, baby. What? That should be the tagline. Trump, abortions back, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, but I think if he went in and now he came back and he was, he did the opposite of what he did in the first four years. And yeah. he came and and appealed to like all the young left wing middle yeah. class and all that, and all all his then supporters from four years ago or his first term. I guarantee you won't believe it that it's actually Donald Trump. Yeah. That was like an act. They're so fucking deluded. It's a cult. Yeah, it's 100, a cult. 100%. 100%. Have you but ever met any famous politicians in, like in Ireland, in Northern Ireland or anywhere? Yeah. Who have you met? A few. I've met... Um, probably... I've met Edwin Poots, actually. What was he like? Um, I mean... He's, let's just say he wasn't my vibe. You know, I thought I found him to be a bit, little bit. I can't imagine any politician no. is going to be my vibe um, or your vibe. I've met Alex Maskey of Sinn Fein. Would have, he would have been on a few. Um, I would have worked with uh, with a few politicians in my old job. Yeah, 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 so job yeah. I would have done that. He Alex Maskey was actually. I thought he'd be quite scary, but he was a nice guy. Yeah. You know, on uh, Nelson McCausland. I thought you were going to say Nelson the, Mandela there for the, a second. <laughs> <laughs> if he did, Nelson Mandela was third in line. But was third in life. Did you no, said Nelson Mandela and Nelson Mandela was third in life. Yeah, you know, I met uh, Mary Lou <laughs> MacDonald. Oh, and the Pope. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but no, Nelson McCausland in the DUP. I met him, and I nearly got in trouble because apparently I was cheeky to him because we were at a Christmas was he event. That sensitive. And no, no, I was sensitive. 
but we were at a Christmas event and there was buns going about and he was like oh I'm sure you'll take one and I was like oh piss off you know, but then he got voted out so hey who got the last yeah, laugh got the last laugh you know but you should send him a, a you know a DM just, oh, this is a DM there you go Nelson yeah, one yeah. of those. happy Christmas I met Mary Lou MacDonald and how was she I met her at a gig she was front row at a gig nice and she was what's lovely. it for Sinn Féin uh, no there was, it was a, just a normal gig in Dublin but they came to support somebody who was doing their first ever gig Jerry Adams a bit of a, no, since he retired from the it presidency was, it he's it like doing Jerry open Adams. mics and uh, I met I'm her. I'm believe I've never been in a row. And everyone's, ha ha, Jerry, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. You just walk, you just said that as you've walked out of the row offices. Yeah. Like, um, or you walk up on stage, you go, oh, but don't bomb. And be like, oh, no, Jerry. No. No. <laughs> uh, when are we going to start? In 10 seconds? 10, <laughs> 9, 8. Tick, tick, and everyone's tick, just going, tick. <laughs> like Kim Jong-un's, the Korean Republic. <laughs> You're amazing, Jerry. Oh, man. I met Mary Lou MacDonald. And do you know what? She was good crack. Was great in fact, crack. you know who the best politician I met? The most sort of famous, probably. I had cheese sandwiches with John Hume once. That, oh, that was nice. That would have been nice. That was nice. I like now, John Hume. He was, you know, quite old at that point, And it was, there was a re-imaging of a mural in Derry. So it was like, they were up, up like, touching up the civil rights mural. So they, were at, they added another kid to it or whatever and he was there at that and it was just a nice chat just have a cup of tea and a, some what cheese sandwiches like? gentleman but again he was I think he was quite sick at the time so he wasn't really totally with it but he was it was nice and then sometimes you go that's a nice moment to, to start that it's always nice you know, to with him. Well, I'd love to he was one that in, in a non like working with capacity it was just a wee chat and he do you know who I would have loved to have met Mo Molan yes I watched her once on the Leila Leila show, God rest her, she's gone now, but she was kind of working for the British government at the time of the Good Friday uh-huh. Agreement. And she was on the Leila Leila show and she had cancer at the time yeah. and still worked on the Good Friday Agreement. And I watched her on the Leila Leila show and she just came across as just a great woman. Mm-hmm. And she was funny, she was articulate, she was smart, she was caring, she was very passionate. And I'd say she would have been good crack yeah. to go out for her and have a pint with yeah. and she she really worked really hard she used to go into the maze prison and deal with the prisoners and try mm. and negotiate and all that and I just thought she seemed like a really good crack I'd love to have a pint with um, uh, what you call him Boris oh, Johnston no no I don't mind that <laughs> fucking ages. Uh, wouldn't that, what you call him I'd love to have a pint with Nick Clegg purely on the basis of go are you fucking stupid like, <laughs> he goes into power and then and then attack students straight away and now he's gone because yeah. he embarrassed himself I'd love to know what they're like real life you know See, what I mean? I think a lot of them in real life I like, think they're all I think I, you have to be a psychopath to be yeah I know I think so I think a lot of them like because again my, my sort of outlook on it is see with, with everything that has happened with Boris Johnson and everyone say he should resign He's not. He's not, he's not going, going to. Donald Trump would never. Donald Trump. He's just got that. Donald Trump. Like, like Donald Trump. Barcelona, he's just a diet Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's like the same. When people are like, I can't believe he's done that. And it's like, well, well, then you're stupid. Well, you, you didn't vote. You didn't know what he was voting in for. Like, you know. So it's like, I mean? that's just. But I just think our politicians here just need to pack all the stupid old shit of the past. Do you know what I always believed? You need to things cheaper. You should be able to transfer politicians like footballers. That'd be great. So if you want someone to fix the health service. And you say, mm-hmm. oh, Norway have a really good health service. What you do is you make a bid to the Norwegian government. Say, I will give you five million. Mm-hmm. Send over Olsen, yeah. whoever's in charge, and give them a five-year deal over here. And See they, then, it they, do, they bring their, their experience from Norway over here. Mm-hmm. And then you go, right, that worked. Uh, we get other countries to sort it out for us. Yeah. 
but you, know you what, can't do that. You know what I do like though. Sometimes I like it. There's, I've seen recently that Leo Varadkar, him and Sinn Fein don't get on. Mm. So whenever you watch some of their we uh, debates together, it's almost like there's you could sit there like, oh, yeah, you know, it's very sassy. Leo Varadkar basically just keeps going into the past. Yeah. Would you like to see a friend of mine that looks like Leo Varadkar? Oh yeah, show me. Let me try and find him again. I have to find an appropriate photo of him. But is it Prince Charles? Big um, fingers, <laughs> fat fingers. Um, that's my friend. I'll not name him because he probably thinks I don't really look. That much like Leo Varadkar, but I would. What's what's the name? And um, hold on, let me see. I'm not gonna say it. he's not on social media really because he because looks, of, because he, he looks, looks like too Leo much Varadkar like Leo Varadkar, and therefore he's gonna get loads of abuse. Yeah, hold on. I need to find it like a a decent photo of him where he's not like making a strange face at me, you know, that sort of way. Well, this is great. This is the content that people tune in for. It's people scrolling their phones. Nah. I just I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, don't have. worry about it. It's okay. There you go. That's it. It's done. If you in fact, meet, if you could meet any politician, in fact, I found one side by side. Oh my god! There you go. He's got a touch of the Varakers about him, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. And <laughs> is he from the north? Yes, he is. So if he, if you could meet any politician, so there he is. Meet, there. Oh know. yeah, he loves yeah. the bull boffin. Yeah. <laughs> he is the bull boffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're on the right. Yeah. When was that wedding? Uh, it was a few years ago. Now probably four or five years ago. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, so, yeah. He's the bull boffin. Yeah, yeah. isn't he? Does he know it? He obviously. What's he say about it when you take bring it up to him? We don't really bring it up that much, but now, now it's in my head. I'm like, yeah, because obviously with COVID, we don't see a lot of people, and I think the older you get, and then when you have your fucking kids wreck all the crack, you don't really see your friends as much. So yeah, you, you don't really very rarely would you see. But we're actually we have we're going out in October, so booked in the diary already. So you've is it a big diary or a small diary, Dave? Big diary. Yeah, we're doing a cooking night somewhere. We're going to like a whoa, we're whoa, learning cooking to cook. night. How old are you? Um, seventy-two. Yeah. So you and your mate, your mates. Mm-hmm. What yeah. we do? We do tonight, girls. Fucking yeah. having it. Right. No, no. We're going to go and learn how to do tiramisu. It's actually well, no, no, no. Nish, nish. We're not doing tiramisu. We are doing. I think it was initially supposed to be curry. It's supposed to be teaching us how to do curry. We missed that night, so now we're doing. We're doing like I want to say Central European cuisine, whatever that may be. Yeah. I imagine goulash. McDonald's. Yeah. So that's what we're learning. King. And then you have to go, because you have to go for like an hour and you have like two beers and then you have to leave. So I've sort of had to ask for, can I just stay out instead of after the dinner, have them come home? And I've been so giving a So you've asked that to your wife? Tech, yeah, I've been How do you approach your wife hour. for stuff like that? I let her do whatever she wants always. But and then whenever I have to do one, I sort of get allowed to do that, yeah. So Is it equal? Well, not really, because I don't know if you if you notice this, but sometimes I, I only recently it hit me. I was like, I have no social life, and then I think, oh, Dave. you know, it's sad, but it's because whenever you're out doing gigs and all, you see your mates. That's your almost, social life. and like she's like, well, you're out with your. I'm like, but this is my job now. You know, it's different. Oh but yeah. My other. Oh yeah. But yeah, like yeah, my yeah, my no, real yeah, mates, yeah. I don't really see anymore. And when you're not working. Mm-hmm. And you have a night off. You don't want to go out. No. You want to stay in. Yeah. Because you're going out all the time to work. Correct. And you know what? This is a funny thing. Now, again, my, my wife's a nurse and she did a bank shift in the hospital and she worked for eight hours on a Sunday in a busy, Jeez. overcrowded hospital. And I earned more for doing 10 minutes in Coal Island than she did for that eight hour shift. And I sort of felt, 
I, I was proud, you know, I was proud. I was like, you know, there you go. You don't need your pay rise up the NHS. You know, it's like, but I thought, yeah, that was hard to justify. You yeah, know? very hard. To and, I, and then that. I was trying, you know, when you try to justify things, but you know you're wrong. I'm like, but I had to drive an hour there. You're only 20 minutes up the road. I had to do 10 minutes. I had to go. Oh. And then, do you ever try to do this? You don't understand the, the emotional, the stress of trying to figure out a set. Yeah. And it, it, it can be draining. I must say, my girlfriend uh, is very, very good at understanding the hour before the gig. Right, see. is very good at that. So, like, I, we were uh, doing some gigs down in Dublin, and uh, they were quite big gigs. We did Vicar Street with Jason Manford, and uh, about an hour before the gig. Hold on, I'm catching that name there. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. You know, put it away. It's all right. It's all on my Instagram <laughs> anyway, so who gives a fucking shit, like. So I was doing, doing a gig, but then, you know, like, that hour before you go on, mm-hmm. you're just kind of a bit tetchy, aren't you? The hour before you go on? Well, oh, I, I can... Com- all day. I, you I know what? Make- I can compartmentalise it to that hour. Yeah. I can get it down where I go, right? An hour before I go on, there's times where I just want to be left alone. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be doing anything. I just want to sit and think. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like, be, you know, and she is, I must say, in fairness to her, like, she just does, does, her, does her thing and kind of leaves mm-hmm. me be. Even if I'm just sitting there, like, on my laptop or just like... Like the odd time, and you're just like just kind of staring at a wall or something like because you just yeah. get into a zone. Yeah, and yeah. I think like and people don't realise that there's a lot of you're not you know there's a lot of thoughts, especially when you're driving to a gig. You yeah. get into this frame of mind as well. People go, you have to get in a frame of mind to be a fucking normal job in an office. Some of that goes, yeah, but it's different. Like it's mm-hmm. very. It, I've done office jobs and you've done office jobs. We, it's a different frame mm-hmm. of mind. Oh, so you never stressful like. So you never took an hour before you went into your office job getting psyched up. I, I every morning. No, no, no. I'd be just you know in my head just looking at previous spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got me in this mood. No, 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 no. But does, do you do you do you argue? When I say not argue much, but like say for example, if you had a Saturday night off and mm-hmm. I rang you and I said, Dave, I'm off tonight as well. Let's go into Belfast. Me and you, four or five pints and a curry. Would that happen? She would probably say yes, but in my head, I don't think I'd be like. Well, I, I, I would probably be thinking more of the reasons not to than her, you know, because I don't like you first and foremost. But no, <laughs> but no, it's more. I think maybe I'd overthink it. I think she'd be like, "That's no, grand, do it." But in my head, I'd be like, "But if I I'm do the that, exact same. I have I'm to, the exact same." You know, would we have cover for the kids tomorrow? Are you going to be? You know what I mean? And I'd be like, "Oh," and then rather than she'd just be like, "Would you just go?" Because right. I remember during during when the first like lockdown was lifted a bit and you were allowed to drink in people's gardens, one of my friends was like, I've just got a new deck out the back, come around and have a beer. And I was like, no, why would I, you know, I can't, no, this is, and then thinking, how am I going to get home, all this shit, and there's no taxis and blah, blah. And then she just went, would you shut up and go? You'll have a good time. Maybe if you stop sitting around a grumpy face all day and went and had a bit of crack, you might enjoy it. And honestly, it was one of the best nights yeah. ever because he had brought the TV out the back where the rugby was on and it was just a couple of guys shooting the shit, having beers. It was great. And I was like, eh, maybe if I didn't make everything so bloody difficult for myself, it'd be yeah. quite all right. So Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. But I did know, I did actually, there was one of our friends who, they had kids first, and then they were planning a night out, and she was like, I need like three months notice, and we were like, fuck me, what's her three problem? Three months notice for a night out? Yeah, and then, and then now we were like, oh, I get it, I see. I see you know what, I came, home, I, I, I came it. home today, I said to my girlfriend, so should we just go out tonight, dinner, just go for tonight for for food, see what happens, go for a walk, whatever. No, no, There's that great freedom of to do that, like, it was amazing. Yeah, but the good thing is, nowadays there is a market um, a black market, albeit it's on. You have to do it through the dark web. 
but you, you can sell your kids and I'm looking into doing it now and there yeah. are guys who are coming here to check I know someone who see. would like them Prince Andrew yeah. got 12 million in the bank but unfortunately he's, he he had put a bid in but he has to lie low for a while he's had to lie so yeah, COVID you know so we'll see but but yeah that's it I think I think it's definitely easy now like it's nice to know that my babies are I'm finished you know because I've had the, the, the yeah no no not not the snip like the snip the whole works. I am like a candle now. Oh yeah, the th- whole thing's removed. Yeah, yeah. are gone. you going through change? Yep. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm still going to identify as me, but I just don't have anything. And I've, I've actually got my anus sewed up just sitting <laughs> down there too. I'm just, just to stop any risk yeah, of anything happening. Anything happening at all? How, is it so sore up. getting a snip? Well, you know, joking aside, I haven't actually had it yet. but oh, right. I'm going to. And I'm is it free? Go. It can be, but then I'll probably get it when I'm like seventy-two. By the time the waiting list goes, can you get, get it reversed? Yes, you can. So. But is it pain? Is it pain? You don't know. I but assume is it so. Pain? No. What I know, my, my my dad told me a story, and it's really it's hilarious to me. He said a friend of his got it done. This is probably like in the nineties by now, and he said like his 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 mate got it done, and he's a motorcyclist. And he said he just went up to the Ulster Hospital on his bike, got it done, and he thought that'd be grand. A cycle home. He said he had to go down the New Norwich Road on his bike like like this, <laughs> standing because it is so sore. Is it but really yeah, sore? I, I think because I think ultimately don't they just. Neck into your scrotum. I have and then to get it done. I have too up. many kids, man. Yeah. Fucking kids everywhere, man. What about you? Didn't see that Netflix show about the the. I've, I have no I, kids, I, by the way. Can I, I say I do not have any kids? But that you know of. I don't know. No, I, I know there is no kids. But listen, this guy, right? I don't know the exact specific term of what his role was, but for, we'll say for the sake of this, he was a spunk doctor, right? So he just took spunk from dudes and tried to like inseminate women with it. But what he was doing spunk was sneaking into another room. Pulling one out and putting his own in. So in this wee small town, yeah, it's on a Netflix documentary. I think it's called Our Father. You should watch it. Very creepy. Is, so it, is it a documentary? Is it like real life documentary? Yeah, or is it fiction? real life documentary. So they're there being like, so it was a small town, say like Hollywood, but he was like the fertility doctor. Oh, so part I'm of so that, excited. So like people would come in and be like, right, watch your like. We're watching that tonight, Pip. Yeah, but I mean, it is brilliant. I think mean, you watch it, and go, oh my god, it's it's wild. But like, so they're going in and people are saying like, so what would your like, you know, trying to match up profiles of the parents so, you know, they can get the donor that would sort of look similar. Then, like, in this town, they were like, a lot of these kids look like that. And again, not the right term. That spunk doctor there, like, a lot of them look. And then, obviously, there's problems there in a small town, like the, the risk of incest and other things. So, apparently, like, all these people together. And I think he had something in the region of... He had fathered 97 kids from doing that. And apparently... I, I we just stopped watching it because it made us uncomfortable. But there was a lawyer there saying like technically that wasn't constituting as being rape, so he hasn't gone to jail or anything for what he did. Was he? Did they track him down? Oh yeah, it came out. I don't know how because I think someone did a DNA test. One of the kids was like, "I want to try to find out who my biological dad was." It's John Two yeah. Goldstone. And then like there was some bits of it too that was like it's so cringe too because he you could hear him on the phone and this, his his daughter was like, "I am going to expose." you here and he was like please don't because the thing about that is if you do it might cause trouble with my wife so I'd rather you not tell anyone would that be sweet I'll give you 12 grand and she was like no you fucking sicko absolutely not and then he was like okay and then he had that but apparently whenever he got rumbled he was like like a full sociopath he was like yeah it was me what do you do mm-hmm. 
In America? Yeah, of, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's in America. Yeah. Oh, my good. I'm, I'm so excited for that yeah. now. I'm going to so, watch that. So definitely watch it and let me know what you think of it. And is he so still creepy. like... He's still, well, oh, he's like, still kicking about, yeah. When was this exposed? In the like, last few years? In, in the noughties, I think. You know, I think it's definitely early 2000s that was exposed. Can you imagine his child maintenance bill? Yeah. 96 kids. What? I, I'm minus 15,000 a month? Because I think what like one of the ones was like... I think so he had, had somebody that was a different race, and he's a blo- like an he looked like an Aryan guy, and they were like, "I think something's wrong here because it doesn't add up." And he was like, "Well, it's just, you never know what you have, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter." And then, and then they were like, "They de- they look a lot like," and he was like, <laughs> "What do you do?" And, and what about is he where is he now? I think he's just kicking still about. I actually think he still lives in the same town. I'd say father is a great laugh for him. Fucking carrot in the door. Yeah, it? <laughs> it's like family. Can you imagine that? But they don't. But would the kids want to have anything to do with no, it? No, I think they all hate him, and quite rightly so. And I actually think I might be wrong in this, but I think one of them went on a date. Like, I think there was one of the kids went on a date with each other without knowing that they were. Yeah, that's cruel. You know, brother and that sister. That is really cruel. Yeah. That's like that's like living in Glengormley. Like. Yeah, <laughs> which nearly was my Joke. fate. Joke. Nearly my fate. Thankfully, I avoided that. Yeah, that's, but, mad. that's mad. But there was someone asked me last week on the podcast. They were like, "Have you ever heard of the Whitaker family?" Whitaker. Have you ever heard of the Whitaker family on in America? There's videos on YouTube yeah. about them. Yeah. Have you seen this Whitaker family? Oh, it's not nice. I don't understand what nice. like They're inbreds in America, inbred yeah. families are like. like I, I, the eyes, the heads, and everything are all shit. It's wild, and they live in like a wee just area by themselves, and and people are like, "Don't you be going there videoing them? Leave them to it." And it's like. Creepy, yeah, like it's like the hills sad, of eyes, like. the film. That's what it's like. Yeah, it's yeah. Like they, they, somebody walked into their house one day, didn't they? And they were yeah. all just like that. Is it like, like brother and sister. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's just all mixed. But they're like, it's that's how weird. Like it's weird that that's the human tragic. That's body just, does that, though, isn't it? It's that's, really, yeah. really, really sad that you know. That's just really mm-hmm. tragic and sad. And I think the system has let people like that down. But what they should do is stand up because that's a good story. You get some great bits out of that. Imagine the ending in the Edinburgh show there. Yeah. And then I found out my dad and my brother brought both my mum. Five star chortle. (laughs) My sister is my daughter and my brother is myself. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't know what was going on. And the dog... He's just practice. I'm trying to think of something for the dog there and I can't think of it. <laughs> That's just fucked up. Yeah, it's bad. Are you doing Edinburgh this year, speaking of fucked up? No, I'm not doing Edinburgh. I'm actually on tour later in the year. I'm doing Belfast in November. All tickets are available on andrewryancomedy.com. I'll put a wee link to it. Yeah, if you yeah. want to come and see me, I'm here. Um, but no, I'm just I'm writing loads. And uh-huh. uh, um, I say loads. I've written a new show. I still have about another few bits left to do in it. But um, no, I'm just gigging podcast in my podcast Cork in the North obviously and I um, do the solo show here in Belfast and I'm basically you know kind of like changing a few things mm-hmm. between now and the end of the year so that 2023 is going to be going to be a bit, bit different and uh, but no just a lot of gigs around the summertime around mm-hmm. Belfast Dublin London and then um, the tour in November have you seen the way uh, the the like the outrage about the Edinburgh app this year no they're not doing an app an official fringe app for some reason right and everyone's raging being like how the fuck they're still doing the again now on paper I would like this because they're still doing the proper hard copy of the programme Dave Elliott but not the app 1996 because you know what you know what though that the app this is when technology worked in my favour for once when I did the Fringe last I did a show at 11am in the newsroom and it was only myself and Aaron McCann who did a split bill 
and Bridget Christie on at 11 but because the app was there people were going like up and about being like is there anything to go and see at 11 and we were there and like we had decent numbers the whole whole run because of that I think so, midday in Edinburgh is a great time to do oh, a show like see all these shows like see, I'm on at 7 o'clock it's a perfect time no do midday no. People come to see you. They get up at nine, ten o'clock. Oh, it's guy on now. Yeah. Let's go watch him at twelve. Then we'll have lunch at one. Then we have show at three, show at six, show at eight, show at ten. And then you can actually remain somewhat normal when you, you do an earlier you, show. I looked into this. This is a true story about Edinburgh Festival, right? The last time I was going to go up, I couldn't find an apartment. They, somebody wanted two thousand two hundred off me for a month. Uh-huh. I nearly. I was like, are you insane? So do you know what I did? I googled EasyJet flights uh-huh. from London Luton every day to Edinburgh Festival return, uh-huh. and the flights came in at just under two grand. Uh-huh. So it would have been cheaper for me to fly up and down every day than stay in Edinburgh. Now obviously the cost of getting to the airport and all that, mm-hmm. might have made it, but it was actually cheaper to fly up and down every day to Edinburgh. So fly up at ten a.m. Yeah. Do your show at two o'clock. Get the five o'clock flight back. Finish at three. Get out to the airport for half three, four o'clock. Five o'clock flight back. Home for six, seven o'clock. Have your dinner in the evening. Get up again. Back to the airport. Fly up. Do your show. Come back. We're still cheaper than you. You know what? There's, there's a show in that. I would say trying to do getting yourself. What if you flight delay at all? But you you would die. I think you of would, exhaustion. You would die. You, you would, would die. just die. But the way you look at it is like exhaustion. I work in an airport. So I'm just going into work every day. Mm-hmm. You sit on the plane for forty five minutes. If you can get someone to pick you up at the airport, yeah. drive you into the gig, do the gig, drive you straight back to the airport. Do you know what? I would do it, but I would document it. Mm-hmm. Have a documentary team follow me, which then doubles the price of the cost because they have to fly as well, which makes it completely ridiculous. But I mm-hmm. would do a documentary on... Do you know what we should do? We should do a documentary on Edinburgh. Yeah. All, get three or four comics, live together for the month and put it out on everyone's podcast. Well, that'd be great. Because that, that would be a way to get around some of the costs because then you have someone covering for you. Yeah, exactly. So let's yeah. do it next year. Let's pitch an idea. Let's do it next year. Southern Sorry. Irish and Northern Irish comedians come together. Yeah. Together. In a house. In a house in Edinburgh. Day let's 14 at the Edinburgh Festival. The Unionists are close to <laughs> the toilet while the Catholics are near the kitchen. Andre Rain and Dahi Eliog <laughs> are having breakfast now. <laughs> well, <laughs> not speaking, but staring daggers at you. Well, William that. Thompson's outside burning wood. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a euphemism for masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy McDonald's just come in and be like, going, when the fuck is Celtic playing money? <laughs> Which is what we should do. We should do. You should do a documentary of Northern Irish comedians from all different backgrounds living together at the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, that'd be I a think good time. Let's pitch that to BBC One Northern Ireland. There you go. You know, in. East and West coming together. But yeah, that was it. So I mean, I think this has been a, a lovely chat. And it's I know, been great, Dave. And it's been, so it's been on my shoulders a long time knowing that I am stopping you guys from dating here no we're and not dating are, no 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 you're no. going on a date here you have stuff no planned. we're actually going to the, mer- to the, to the to relationship the, counselor and oh to the relationship I thought you nearly said the merchant there and I was like fucking <laughs> we're not hell. going to the merchant he's, he's just, just fucking made of money mate. New York and he's fucking made of money mate he's <laughs> fucking made of money go to the merchant see so you could pay too much to do that empire that's going on <laughs> oh yeah that's exactly. it. those guys no. are paying you way too much no 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 so no it's so nice to come back on a slide guy thanks for having me but I think there's something in us you know doing a southern Irish northern Irish this is why this is why I'm cutting it now so don't want anyone else to hear we get this idea written up and get it sent <laughs> that's what it is Ben can, I, and can I just five. say if you see a TV show in a couple of years time where it's Dave Vellett doing shows so I'm not in the show <laughs> I'm not in that show he's robbed the fucking idea I, not only that I'll cut your fucking balls off man <laughs> okay, unlucky they're not there they're already gone <laughs> thanks Cheers. for having me man yes pleasure you. take it easy I'm the slack guy